Magandang araw kabayan, welcome to Today with Tata Eko. Samahan niyo ako sa ilang minutong balitaktakan at pakikipanayam sa mga katulad nating migrante mula sa iba't ibang panig ng mundo. Samahan niyo akong hanapin ang mabuti sa isang mundong balot ng pag-aalinlangan at hamon ng buhay sa pamamagitan ng paglalahad ng mga karanasan ng mga kapwa natin OFWs. There is goodness in this world that needs to be unraveled and we just need to look at the right places. Join us as we meet regular people like you and me who are trying to find their place in this world and see goodness beyond the challenges of daily life as migrant workers scattered all over the globe. Ako si Tatay Eko at ito ang Today with Tatay Eko. Magandang araw mga kabayan and let's meet our guest for today. He is currently a senior system specialist with more than 10 years of security and risk experience working for global companies, having a verifiable track record in leading and implementing projects from data analysis, process design, testing, and implementation. Friends, please help me welcome Mr. Ivan Arcelia. Hi, Ivan. Hi. All right. Magandang araw sa'yo and thank you for saying yes to our interview for today. Uh, good good afternoon to you, Echo. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Maraming salamat. All right, so let's go dive in into the questions immediately. Paano ka naging OFW and what pushed you to seek opportunities overseas? Okay, to be straightforward, I had no plans. So I basically, my uh, wife is working abroad. She She started like a year before we got married abroad. And then after we got married, personally would prefer we stay back in the Philippines. But then then we just decided it is it's something we talked about, we prayed about, then okay, let's take her I go follow her here in Singapore and then the rest is history. I'm on ten, eleven years. Grabia. <laughs> so so primarily you you became an OFW because of love. Yeah, you know for me because um since we got married end of 2009, we prayed about it and kung ano yung maging, alam yan, ano yung maging outcome, then go, which is to go Singapore, follow, I mean, leave, the, leave my employment in the Philippines at 2009, go here in Singapore by January. After four days, I was interviewed, I was accepted, I was given an offer, so OFW in one week. <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. Okay, so dahil sobrang bilis ng transition mo into becoming a migrant worker, could you describe to us yung unang taon mo sa Singapore bilang migrante? Unang taon, I would say it's it's almost the same because there's a lot of Filipinos here. Culture is, what, Singapore is Chinese, which is, Philippines is has a lot of Chinese cultures. So it's it's almost the same. You just need to, alam mo, nag-adjust ka lang do sa part na when I came to Singapore, I was married. I had to have different paths. It's no longer the previous time where you can just play, you know, play computer games, play basketball or something. You have to take care of yourself and my spouse. So that's, I guess, that's the change was mainly on that part. Not as as an OFW. Okay, um, how do they eat here? How do they speak here? How do things happen here? It's pretty much the same, right? If you the way I see it, ah, ako lang naman yun. Maybe it's just me. 
but our, in the Philippines kasi, my group of friends is also from different cultures, different families, different up, upbringing. So there's a difference, but somehow we became friends. So, and I took it the same way. Everywhere I go, I take it as everyone is individually different. You just need to somehow find that place where I respect them and to whatever they are. And I guess it's the same when I moved here. I hope I answered you there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. So how is it different now that you're, what, 10, 11 years already as an OFW? Um, how is it different? I guess it's different because when I started, I had no kids. Now I have kids. So when I started, I had just to worry about me and my wife, survive, earn, you know, typical send a few monies to the Philippines, help your family somehow you can. Mm-mm. But right now, I have two kids. So my priority, my plans, everything is to make sure they're okay for the future, regardless of what happens here in Singapore. Aside from the fact that you, you needed to join your wife in Singapore, do you think you needed to go out of the Philippines to grow more as a person and professionally? At that time, probably on top of my head, no. The way I see it is there's an opportunity in the Philippines. You just have to find it. You just have to somehow, I don't know, see, see or look for it or something. But then when I went out there, out of, I mean, I left the Philippines, I saw it as, hey, there's a, there's a big difference. There's something that I need to ask on your own pate, yung character mo, how you look at things, how you perceive things. There's okay. There's something that I need to grow more as an individual, as a professional. So I think that's um, one key thing na I guess it mattered. It doesn't matter before. It did not see it that way before. But when you move out from a comfort zone, then, oh, yeah, you know, you have these realizations. When you came to Singapore nung unang taon mo, how did you adjust to the cultural differences? Although sabi mo nga, may mga similarities. Pero generally, were there any adjustments? I guess, generally for me, really nothing much. Eh. It's, it's cultural, of course. There's a part where you understand that it's not easy to talk to everyone because there are some, of course, the elder people really don't speak English. <laughs> So it's like you have to know who you're going to talk to. You have to find your way around. But then in Singapore, it's so multicultural. So like I said, there's a Filipino community everywhere. And then I have my church community, which is 80-90% is Filipinos. So the adjustment became, in, in a sense, there was maybe, but it became seamless because you had these people, I had these people to show me around, you know, tell you this, tell you don't do that, or it's don't take it personally but some someone or something looks different to you. Just take it as it's different. So I guess it helped that my wife was here. She was ahead for a year, and then it helped that I had a community here. So balikan natin yung trabaho mo sa Singapore. You're a senior system specialist. How does your average day look like, and what do you consider a good day or a bad day? Okay. Average day, to be honest, is... I would say in eight hours, five of them would be talking to different people. <laughs> Three hours, give and take, is nakaupo and I can do what I need to do on my own. But most of the time, it's really engaging people then. So a good day for me is just to get home. I would say in peace. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I work, my work is quite far from home. So it's like one and a half hour travel. Mm-mm. And it starts at 8.30. So imagine how, what time I had to wake up prepare, get there, 
then eight hours there and then get home. So for me, really, it's a good day is I get home safe, okay, regardless of what happened at work, stress or not. I take I take stress part is part of work, part of every day. So I don't think that that's a bad. If you're not stressed, then be afraid because you don't have work bukas. <laughs> so I don't take the, that for granted. Okay, na stress ako na na pagod ako sa work, but then you're here for work. You're there for work. Walang namang work na walang struggles or walang stress. Right. So it's it's again I guess that that comes to the part where what is a person's personality. I take stress as part of it. Period. As long as I end 5:30, I'm done. I forget about everything. I forget about work. So I'm okay. Sa buong isang dekada mo sa Singapore, ano na yung pinakamalaking challenge na kinaharap mo sa buong karanasan mo bilang isang OFW? Security. Because at the end of the day, we are all foreigners wherever we are. Right? I mean, you have a visa, you're working or something, but at the end of the day, they can send you home. Alamayan, in one yeah. snap. So regardless if you're good, if a company suddenly goes broke, goodbye. So uh, I think in the one decade, it's always the security. Um, it's always in your mind, you know. You have to think, okay, how are we gonna be here? Okay, I'm gonna move to another house. How long? Is it gonna be, you know, 10 years? But you're not guaranteed 10 years. So it's always something to consider. Sure. Mm-hmm. Am I gonna be here after a month? You won't even know. And then if you have family, you have to think about them. Their school, everything. If you suddenly have to move, everything changes. So I think as an OFW, it's it's really the security of where you are. But then what can I do is what what I basically did with the help of people who, like I said, my community who gave me advice, who, who I share life with is, okay, what I did in the past 10 years is to also make sure I secure my kids no matter what happens. My family, okay, if we have to suddenly move somewhere. Sa mga ganyang pagkakataon na meron kang mga medyo malalim na mga isipin, no? saan ka humuhugot ng lakas? And what keeps you doing what you do? Hugot na lakas, I guess it's it's God. For me, ah, I mean, I don't want to, talk, uh, to sound too spiritual. <laughs> But then for me and my wife, it's always, uh, we always ensure we start our day, we end our day praying si God. Siya lang yung nakikita namin na hindi nagchichange. <laughs> so, when there's a challenge, of course, uh, ano ba yung parang, the way the same way I moved here is I prayed to God. So, para sa akin, in every decision, in every challenge, every day, balik ulit doon. So, sa kanya ko hugot. So, what do you want me to do, God? And then I, of course, my spouse, we talk about everything, we decide everything before I, we, uh, we discuss it before we make an actual move. Are there any specific lessons that you've learned along the way? Sampung taon sa Singapore bilang isang migrante. Ano yung mga lessons na talagang tumatak sa bilang isang migrante? I guess lesson one is you can't do things alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've encountered people. Like I said, I'm I'm someone who I'm a quiet person, but I listen to people. So I I, I it's my It's part of me ever since I was young. I would sit down somewhere and people would come to me and talk to me about their their lives too. And what I realized in a sense is you cannot do it alone. I'm not saying you're you're going to be totally dependent on others. Huh? Just to be clear, it's not independent ka sa iba, umasa ka sa iba, maging reckless ka. No, it's that it's good to have this 
group of people, people no matter how big or small, that uh, values you, values and understands your values, respects that, and would guide you along the way, or alam mo yun, support you along the way. Mm-hmm. Hindi yung tipong, ano lang, nandyan lang pag may kailangan, nandyan lang pag masaya, nandyan lang pag malung, alam mo yun, pero talagang nandyan. So kahit, yeah. even though there, in the 10 years, there has been a lot of struggles, to be honest. Different um, challenges na akala mo sa teleserya lang. <laughs> akala mo sa TV lang. <laughs> but then it's real. And and you get through it, not, of course, because there are people, well, of course, I have God, but then there's there are people around me who would support you along the way. Those who would really um, not judge you. Basta-basta. But then they would be there to care for you, to 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 help you. I guess, um, yun yung number one lesson. Eh. Don't try to do things alone. No one can. You can't. Maybe you can in a way, but it won't be as successful or as successful as you can think of. Parang ganon. So I think that's one of the lessons. Number two is, you have to be smart. I mean, smart, good, smart, not greedy, smart. Mm-hmm. You know, in life, why are you in OFW in the first place? Right? You have to remember why. What's your reason? Did you come here for um, fun? Then maybe it's not that's the right thing. It might not last. I mean, I, I, I know. Yun, yun, yun na ano ko eh. If you know why you're there, parang sa work, right? You know your work. You know your job scope. You know what you need to do. And as long as you're doing it the right way, you're doing your best, regardless if it's for your boss, fail for your other boss, oh, I don't like it. For someone else, it's good. Keep on track. Stay on track. Ba? Stay on why. Why are you here? Why are you somewhere else, wherever they are? Sa palagay mo ba, Ivan, yung pagiging migrante ay para sa lahat? Okay. That's a tricky question. I was talking to my wife about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have different opinions on that. I, she thinks not in a sense, but I think it's it can be. I would say it can be for everyone. It depends on why. Again, why? Why is what's your reason? If I if I go one direction, if it's let's just say if God puts you there or opens a door for you, you're quiet in the Philippines and something opens up. Smooth. Everything is you're gonna go. Taking care of everything. Do you think it's yours or not? If you're the type now you know most of the OFWs is for the family. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if if you know it's for your family, if you accept it, it's really for your family, it's the only way you're gonna fa- your family's gonna survive, maybe. Whatever your reason is, if it's your family, it's 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 a go. It's it's go, 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 go ahead. So I think it's for everyone. It can be for everyone. Now, when they're abroad, that's where it differs. I, I wouldn't want to use the word survive. It sounds too harsh. But then how can they maintain it? Or Because I think at some extent to the those that I know around or those I've experienced or heard is they come for a reason and then slowly because of all the perks, the privileges, the the money, it slowly changes. And then that, that's when it becomes different. So it looks like, no, you're not you're not an OFW material. I, I think mm-hmm. it's a matter of why are you there? And if your your mindset is there, you'll stick there, you'll be okay. Of course, the emotion will always be there. You're going to miss what? Your family, friends, your culture, how things are in the Philippines. In the Philippines, madaling magayaan after work. Abroad, it won't be 
right? But then if you go back, think, okay, why am I here? Then that's fine. You can let go na hindi ganun ang lifestyle mo. So I think, in a sense, it's for everyone. But now, if can everyone sustain it, that maybe no. Naisip mo na bang umuwi ng Pilipinas for good? Yes. It, uh, there's, there are times, yes, me and my wife would talk about it, pray about it, plan about it. But then, of course, there's also the side, no. Because Singapore is safe. Because I think one thing from the start I wanted and then I enjoyed here, safe. My kids can go around, travel on their own. No need to worry. You know what I mean? MRT, bus, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all safe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can walk outside with my phone, with my tablet, with my laptop, and things are going to happen to me. Right? I, I'm, I'm not saying there's the other places are not safe, to be clear. <laughs> And to be fair, I haven't been there, but comparing Philippines and here, there's a certain um, assurance that no, not, nothing serious is going to happen to you out of, out of the blue. So that's why we, we thought about it. But then as we thought about it, it always boils down to me and my wife and then myself praying and, okay, what does God want us to do? Where does he want us to stay or to go? Because like I said, from the start, I came here, Singapore, I prayed for it, and everything opened, right? The door opened. One week, I'm hired. Yeah, yeah. So every time we make a decision, I go back to the same thing. Do you still want me here, God? Because usually, naisip lang naman namin yan kapag ang problema is either work or, um, for example, the kids. Um, getting school for the kids is different here compared to Philippines. So Philippines, marami school. Eh. Dito... It's um, there's a bit of a difference if you're a local, if you're a foreigner. So during those times, it's like okay, but then again, windows, doors, whatever, walls open. God provided, so we stay. That's it. Simple answer. We stay. So yes, we thought about it, but then we let God lead our way. Kasi when it comes to our family and our decisions, we let God lead the way. If there was someone who comes to you and say they're considering Singapore as a destination for migration, both for personal and professional reasons, ano yung mga pwede mong tips na ibigay sa kanila about living in Singapore? Interesting question. Um, I would say, to be frank, okay, magpapadala sa mga gadget. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> right? I mean, you've been here. You know oh, yeah. how things are here. <laughs> like, TVs re- change every almost every month or quarter, and you'd be tempted to buy. It looks so cheap compared to when you're in the Philippines. It looks so pricey, right? It looks uh, it looks like it's not affordable. Here, it looks so affordable. Phones change every quarter. Every year, S8, 9, 10, iPhone 10, 11. What, right? Kabibili mo pala, may bago na eh. <laughs> so, I would say be careful of those stuff. Is mm-hmm. is that part of your reason going here to get a new gadget or something? Then, wag ka na pumunta rito. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think it's more on that. Again, what is your purpose? Stick to that. That would be my tip to whoever wants to go to Singapore. But then it's okay. Singapore is nice. Singapore is safe. It's almost, it's like Philippines. Eh? Easy access to different countries when you're from Singapore. Right? And um, cost of living, you would say it's a bit pricey. But it depends again on how you handle your life. How do you handle your money? Eh? Anyone can afford a condo in Singapore. Rent, I mean, you know, live in a condo. But then they're really in the condo. So be smart. When you get here, don't 
Singapore is good. If you're you want to go here, please by all means, but stick to and remember why you're going here. Don't I'm not saying us OFWs are not allowed to enjoy what we work hard for. You know what I mean? You're not uh, gonna make yourself a slave wherever you are in the world. Sino man makikinig nito? No. You're given the opportunity to earn. Why are you going out of the Philippines? Is it to earn? Then okay, earn. Enjoy, enjoy. Yes. But then be mindful of what you're doing. Hindi yung every month palit ka rin na phone or every year. <laughs> it's just, an, of course, an advice. Bala ng tao kung gusto nila. But it's a sad reality. We don't want to be like those who are older than us. I would say the generation before us, talagang, they would go abroad. I, I'm not sure if you can relate to me on this. Maraming nag-OFW noon pa. But when they get home, how many of them has enough money? What happens is us, the next generation, and then it's going to happen the next generation also. We'll have to take care of this, of our families, our adults. I'm not saying we're not supposed to help them. But it's a matter of if we can or take care of what we need to take care of. We can make sure the next generation don't have to worry about me. I will maybe soon retire in the Philippines. I have money. I have business maybe. Not so many things na at the end di ko kailangan. Maybe as a closer, how, what would you advise people who would say ready na silang maging OFW? Pray for it. Really pray for it. I'm not saying, okay, uh, it applies to all. You're religious or not, I really would suggest pray for it. If it's for you, Trust me, everything will be okay. It might not go everything you imagine. You know, how did you, if I would ask you, Echo, how did you imagine moving to Singapore? Did it go and fall exactly as you wanted to or not? It never does. <laughs> yes, right? So, so it's when you pray for it, when, when these guys, everyone else pray for it. If, if it's really for you, things will be smooth. It doesn't mean uh, walang problema. It doesn't mean walang challenge. But then, alam yon, you're gonna move there. Every, you're gonna stay long. You're gonna be okay in a sense. If it's really for you. That's why I would tell everyone, just pray for it. Before you make a decision, moving to another country is a big decision. It's not a minor decision. Kahit single ka, it's a big decision. Eh? Right? Leaving whatever. Tropa mo, familia mo, hobbies mo, kotse mo, uh, collection mo, whatever it is. Moving to another place is a big decision. There's an impact. Some people lose their minds, go home in a month or two. Some people, you know, lose their way while they're abroad, which I hope doesn't happen to everyone. But of course, that's why it's important for me. I would really suggest pray for it. Think about it. What is my reason? I'll pray for it. Am I really supposed to go here? Pati yung pagpili ng country, is it really here just because? My chicks done, or because I heard it's good there, or because <laughs> it's the ultimate dream, like US, right? A lot US ultimate dream. But then is it really for you? Is it really there? Are you supposed to go? Sometimes maybe you are supposed to move, but maybe not now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's why for me it's it's important to at least pray for it. Maybe somehow, some way, oh ito na, mukang ito na, but then it disappears. Then maybe it really wasn't for you. Maybe it's not the right time. But in every decision, uh, you know, it's a suggestion to anyone. Is is 
think about, pray about. Maraming salamat, Ivan, for the insights that you've shared this afternoon. Marami kaming natutunan and uh, a lot of questions that we need to ask ourselves, I guess. And uh, we, we'd like to thank you for, for sharing the time ngayong uh, araw na ito and for uh, giving us all of these things uh, to think about. Well, you're welcome. I hope uh, somehow I was able to help. I was able to, you know, it, it might be just a seed. Maybe it grows sometime soon, but then. Um, I hope my story, I believe my story can help. But in, in what ways? Let's see. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Maraming salamat, Ivan. And uh, we hope that you stay safe during these trying times. All right. All right. Stay safe. Thank you. Thank you. you too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Maraming salamat sa ating guest, Mr. Ivan Arcilia. We wish you well in all your endeavors. Bago po tayo magtapos, let me share with you a quote from American entrepreneur Adrena Sawyer. No one's life ever goes as they planned. That truth alone should bring a sense of relief to everyone. Muli po ito si Tatay Eko na nagsasabing, Remember, you can't change the day, but you can change your attitude towards it, so be someone's reason to smile today. This is Today with Tata Echo.